Play Subject Thread Podcast. Here's Subject Thread Podcast. Here's where you left off in the latest episode, live. Yo, it's a heavy hitter DJ Wala, and you're now plugged into the Subject Thread Podcast with your host, Nyla Lavelle. Like, there are certain people that have these ability to be independent contractors, self-employed, avenues within the real estate umbrella, because there's so many different ways to make money in real estate. I think a lot of people miss that. Could you tell me what it doesn't help with? <laughs> Medical marijuana, marijuana, period. Lots of people have ideas, but it's can you execute them? Are you dedicated enough to see them through? I like I like that question because with Kanye, I was just talking about this yesterday, and I feel like with, with Kanye, he's like, he does things that we all do behind closed doors. Yeah, I've never been asked that. It's a subject thread podcast. We different here. <laughs> you are now tuned in to Subject Thread Podcast, giving you real dose of storyboard conversations, art, money, culture, and more. Hey, what's up, guys? What is up? This is your girl in the building, Nyla Lavelle, for another episode of Subject Thread Podcast. And I'm doing like some outdoors episode today because I'm just in that mood. I hope everybody is having a fantastic summer. I've been chilling. I've been doing a lot of unwinding and getting back into the podcast because for about three weeks now, I haven't really been recording. And I said that I was like, yo, I'm going to take a break. I'm not going to record for about three to four weeks. And then I'm going to hit you with some episodes. So be on the lookout for more episodes starting this month, August 2021. Can you believe it? We're almost at the end of the year. This is last quarter. This is go time. And I'm refreshed. I'm feeling great. I love the brand of Subject Thread Podcast. I love the direction it's going in. To be independently black woman owned and to been able to accomplish some of the things I've already been able to accomplish is pretty dope. I'm definitely looking towards the future and more things. And I thank you for the support internationally, as well as domestic, Atlanta, New York, Jersey, LA, Chicago, Miami, Delaware, everywhere. Y'all y'all just be plugged in and I appreciate that. So I basically want to hop on and just talk about the locks versus the dipsets versus New York City stand up. You know, I'm a product from the East Coast, so I'm a product of lyrics and storytelling and actually hearing a rapper and actually feeling like you were there at the time of them rapping. And that's one thing that you'll get from like the golden era hip hop to the 90s hip hop to the early 2000s, especially from the New York City tri-state area. You'll get a lot of storytelling, a lot of lyricism, something that I kind of miss from the rap of today. And that's what we got from that versus. That's what we got from that versus. We got a lot more, but I'm, I'm touching on what's in my head freestyling right now. That's what we got from that versus. In the 90s, Bad Boy Records was on top. Puffy was running a tight ship. He had managed to infuse hip-hop with samples that your parents were dancing to in the 70s. He managed to infuse hip-hop with an edge of R&B, with the edge of sampling, and just a pioneer with that. And The Locks was a part of that initially, that whole era. 
So the locks, you know, they were gritty on Bad Boy Records because Bad Boy Records was just so luxury. You know, like how Puffy is now, Puffy was always that dude. He was always into the luxury, into those shiny suits and dancing and just having a good time. He was never on that rah-rah. So he found a way to cultivate the locks and bring them to the world, per se, in a luxury, gritty type fashion. And they still were dope. So you still respected the fact that like, yo, we got the locks talking about the streets, but the way that they talking about it is on some luxury shit. And that's what happened. Later down the road, the locks went over to Rough Riders, which seemed to be like, yo, this is a dope fit for them. And the production that Swiss put up under them was like Beast Records. So to hear Jada Kiss, the Hill Styles P, to hear them like really rapping those records plus the underground shit was just like phenomenal because the tracks that they were rapping, the freestyles, you would have thought that they went into the recording booth and recorded those. So it taught me a lot of things. It taught me things I already know that I'm already implementing in my life, but you could take some gems from them because it's like, yo, as a vegan, as a person that's into the sea moss, that's into black seed oil, that's into a lot of herbs. I see and I see the the initiative that they're pushing in terms of health, because I'm going to go a little bit step further. You know, growing up in the tri-state area, you had to worry about like two things, especially for the black and the, the brown culture. And that was a lot of times you were either going to get like a stripe, you were going to be a felon, which when you came out of jail it kind of messed you up because when you come out of jail and you have a felon on your record, you're very limited for the things that you can do. So you were messed up with that. And a lot of people passed away. Well, now I feel like personally, the hip hop community is embracing something else that is also embracing our black males and our black women. And that's health. If you notice a lot of the recent deaths from some of the hip hop pioneers, the Biz Marquis, the Shock G's, and DMX have been health-related in some form or fashion. So now we have another point against us as a race. So to see the locks, to see some of the things that are being established within that organization, whether it's individually or collective that's pointing towards health, I'm all for it. Statistics show that diabetes, heart-related disease, all of these different things, prostate cancers, breast cancer, all these things are affecting the black community at an alarming rate. So to see this initiative coming from hip-hop, which is supposed to be so grunge, so not for us, to see that is like on a dope level. And you can do nothing but point your head, but it also showed, yo, these dudes is about what they say. Because it clearly showed that at the verses. You would have thought that there was some 20 plus year olds on stage. You're talking to dudes that's 45 plus being able to outdo, no disrespect to Dipset, those is the cats as well. But they was able to outdo them. Then you take it a step further and you like, yo, the abuse of the body is no joke because health is wealth. And a lot of us is 35 plus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So basically, if you didn't take anything from that other than lyricism, which I think that rap is one of the dopest things you can teach to your children, 
especially the golden age and the early 90s when they were doing a lot of storytelling because you can show them, of course, music and culture, but they can build a strong vocabulary from the lyrics, especially Wu-Tang Clan. The words they were using in the storytelling of their first album, phenomenal. And if you're thinking about the cursing stuff, there are versions where you can get without the cursing. But let's be clear, we watch certain TV and they'll already say damn shit, bitch, on regular Channel 7. You know, regular ABCs, regular NBCs, regular Fox. So let's just be clear on that. And I'm not saying to let your kids hear that. That's your discretion. What I'm saying is some rap storytelling, like Outkast, the art of storytelling, some of these songs will actually put you in the actual song without you even being there, which is an amazing quality. And some of the wordplay that they were using and the vocabulary and the nouns and all of that was ahead of their time. And a lot of people will learn from that. I know I learned a lot of my vocabulary and different phrases from the art of the hip hop culture. So, like I said, if you don't take anything from the verses, you definitely need to take health as well because it's super, super important. And they displayed that. They displayed that Jadakiss is a beast. He's always kind of been a beast. And it also shows you that you can reinvent yourself at any given time. You can reinvent yourself at any given time. You can pop and repop and keep popping. And, you know, like you can always keep going, always make yourself relevant. Another thing that I want to say about J.D. Kiss as well is that he was so blessed to be around Puffy, to be around the Rough Riders. And then when his first album dropped, he was around the Neptunes, the production on his first album, his solo album, the Neptunes. Yo, not many people can say they have touched hands or worked with those amount of people. So super shout out to him and super shout out to the Locks Dipset. Like what they did for the New York City tri-state area culture was show that New York is a beast, has always been a beast, and has always been a pioneer for music, fashion, culture, business as a whole. It's a dope, dope thing. So that's how I feel about the overall experience of the verses between the locks and Dipset. You learned health. You learned of anything. All the things that he be saying, the sea moss, the black seed oil, <laughs> yo, how they be pushing that? Obviously, it's, it's some truth to that, right? You know, obviously, it's some truth to, to what Styles P be, be pushing. You know, he owns those juice bars. I go to the one in Brooklyn that he owns with um, Shorty. I'm going blank. <laughs> Shorty from Power 105 in New York. You know what I'm talking about? I'm over here going, drawing a blank because I've seen something. I told you I'm doing live outside joint right now. Um, Angela, okay. Yeah, I'm out. See, you hear you hear the sirens. I'm outside right now doing it. I was like, yo, let me do one while I'm outside. And I said, I'm going to do one while I'm outside and not in the fancy studio today. And that's what I'm doing. So, yo, health is wealth. Learn the vocabulary. Go back to the locks. Go back to Dipset. Understand the storytelling. Understand the environment. And they're rapping about that culture. They're all successful in their own right. And let's just give it up to black culture. Let's just give it up to multi-culture let's just give it up to the culture of hip-hop thank you guys again for supporting subject thread podcasts 
listen out for some more episodes for the month of August, the month of September. Thank you for the support. Please follow us on Instagram at subject thread. Visit us on the website at subject thread podcast. And I am out. Peace. 